Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine. I'm so excited that you are here with us. Thank you so much for taking the time. If it's your first time here, welcome. Please make sure that you join us over in our Facebook community. It's the Teacher Let Your Light Shine micro school community. No matter if you are starting your learning pod, your homeschooling business, your tutoring center, your learning center, your learning pod, your micro school, whatever it is, we're happy that you are here. We are all about educating teachers and parents to start their own form of alternative education, no matter what form it looks like. We are here for you. We are here for whatever your dream is. And we're so happy that you have decided to listen to this podcast because we know that our education is changing rapidly. Our world is changing rapidly and we need each other. We need innovative ideas and we are on the brink of literally education changing the trajectory of our lives and we are building businesses, schools that will change the trajectory of our children's future. We are on the brink of something really amazing and so it's really incredible that you are here learning about the possibilities. Just like in every episode, I'm here sharing my journey I love to share tips and strategies, and that is my passion. This is my mission in life is to be able to share with you the journey that I went on to get to where I am, and I'm still not done, and I'm by all means not perfect, but I'm here to share with you what I have gone through and what I am preparing to do so that it gives you hope and inspiration and strength to do whatever God has called you to do yourself. And so 12 years ago, having a school, you know, quote unquote school, I didn't even want it to be called a school because I had left education. I didn't even want it to be called this. I was just dreaming of having students in my backyard, being able to teach the way that I wanted to teach, hearing their laughter, having the opportunity to teach with such freedom and joy without all of the mandates and be able to just create my day and create the times and serve the kids that I knew that I was called to serve. And seven years ago, my husband and I actually started doing just some planning, nothing serious, but just dreaming in a sense. And then three years ago, it actually came to be. So as we are heading into year four, of course, we are ending this year strong, but we cannot just be focused on ending the year strong, which gets a little tricky because we are transitioning into a new season, a season of summer, a season of starting to prepare for the year ahead. And so you've got two feet in a in, in two pots, I guess is what we could call it. And maybe you are actually a teacher in school right now and you are leaving and you're starting your business. So you've got to end that part well and then you know prepare to start in the year come August or in the summertime. Maybe you're a parent and you've been homeschooling and you want to end this year strong, but you also want to create new things for the summer and for the fall. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you what I've been doing the past couple of months, and I'm going to share with you how that's led me to where I'm going over the next, especially, particularly this month, and I hope that it will give you just some inclination of where you can begin. I would not expect you to be doing any or all of this at the same time, but I do expect that you will be able to walk away with at least one thing that you can focus on. This being my fourth year, I believe that, you know, I've grown and I've changed so much 
and I found what worked and I found what to focus on. And by all means, I'm not perfect at it. As I've said, I'm learning and growing with you, but I want to share my journey with you because I think that is the most transparent way that I can help you. And so without further ado, let's listen to what's going to be going on in the month of March and to give you some strategies to help get you situated into a place of growth and activity. Let's get into it. Welcome teacher to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Okay, I love these episodes where I get to just share with you what I'm doing right now. And I hope that you set in a place of knowing, okay, she is on year four. I am just beginning, or I am just dabbling with the idea. If you go back to a year ago, you will hear every single month, I would give you a recap what was going on in our micro school. So that was way back in the archives. Well, not way back, but probably in the episode 60s, 70s, whenever I started sharing our monthly recaps. And if you go back and you compare it to last March of 2022 compared to now 2023, you're going to see a difference. Every year that you are in this profession, just like your, you know, first year of parenting, your first year of teaching, you're going to get better, you're going to get stronger, and you're going to learn from mistakes or just gain more knowledge. And so this episode is here to help you as you learn and grow yourself. Now, before I tell you what I'm actually focusing on, let me tell you what I have been doing in January and February. And I have seen this consistently throughout my life is that in January and February, I typically use those two months for a lot of reflecting and a lot of refining. That would be if you were to go and look at the roadmap of building your homeschooling business or your micro school business, whatever, you know, preschool learning pod, tutoring center, if you look at these eight steps, we are consistently going through each of these steps over and over and over again. Now, I'm going to be referencing a lot of materials that I've been using. And when I reference them, you can always go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash shop or teachersletyourlightshine.com slash resources. They will all be linked in the show notes below. So if you look at the map, there is a roadmap to building your business. You can download that for free. It's on our website. You will be able to see that steps one and two. Steps one is clarify your foundation. 
Step two is determining your niche and your value. And I get so obsessed over these two pieces. And these two pieces, you can't have an offer for families without first clarifying your foundation on what you are doing, what you are called to do, how you are equipped to serve people, what your gifts and talents are, and what your vision is. That's step one. Then step two is determining your niche and your value, and that is your offer, which you have to become very, very, very obsessed over this. I had a coach who told me, McKenzie, if this is what you have to focus on for a year, then you focus on this for a year. This is your offer to the world. And so I have spent not just January and February, but every single month going back, where does God want me to go with this? How do I need to change this? What age groups am I serving? Who am I called to help? Is this person in my target market? Am I reaching the the vast amount of people in my target market? So I've done a lot of target market research. I plugged into Facebook groups. I've created surveys. I created surveys and gave them to my family that I'm already serving right now, to my current clients. I've created surveys and their feedback has helped me immensely. And that has helped me with steps one and two that are on the roadmap. So I've been focusing on that, getting very, very clear. Because here's the thing. People are inquiring about Lighthouse Learning. And until I give them a clear picture on who I am, who I'm there to offer my services to, and how they can benefit, it's really just speaking into the it's just speaking into the air and not knowing where it's going to fall. And so I've really been focused on that over the past couple months. I've done surveys. I have also done a lot of target market research. I have worked on my introductory packet, not for a day, not for a week, not for a month, for two months. And you may go, oh my gosh, I've not spent that long. Well, guess what? My very first year, I made my introductory packet in a day. So don't don't worry about it. Again, over the years, I've become more microscopic in what I'm doing. So please do not go, oh my gosh, I've got to spend two months making my introductory packet. No, but I can definitely tell you that I, my very first year, I made my introductory packet in a day. And then over probably the next two or three weeks, I made some changes and some edits and it was two pages. My second year, it was six pages. And now this year, my introductory packet has actually turned into 12 to 13 pages, 12 and a half pages. Now, I am not recommending that everybody's introductory packet looks like that, but I have been in business for a while and I know some of the frequently asked questions. I know some of the things that have stumped people in the past. I know some of the answers that I've consistently been given to people as they've emailed me, called me. I've sent my introductory packet, so I've included more and more into that. That is what I have been focusing on. I have given my introductory packet to my current families as well. I've altered my offer. I've changed my times. I have increased our tuition. I was making the schedule for next year. I was casting a vision. I was sharing what new things are going to be added, how our field trips are going to be different. 
I wanted to share that to the people that I serve right now, but I also was creating my introductory packet for the current families or the, for the families, my prospective families. So what I do is I take my introductory packet, I create it for all of my prospective families who inquire, and then I go back and I pull out what is necessary for my current families. And I take my introductory packet for my current families, I print it out, I staple it together, and I also staple an enrollment form. Now, I also have my enrollment form in a Google form, but for purpose sake, I wanted my families to actually have the enrollment form in hand. It's called assuming the cell. So I give them the introductory packet. I give them the enrollment form. I put it in an envelope and I handed it to the families on a Friday as they came to pick up their children. This is our new vision for next year. This is our introductory packet. I wanted to share it with you. If you have any questions, let me know next week. I hand I handed it to them and they were excited and I am excited too. And I am a little nervous because there are some changes. I shortened by day and I raised my prices. And I'm adding sixth grade. So I am just walking this out. I am, listen, we're not always going to get it right the first time. And when we change things, it might ruffle some feathers. We may encounter some turbulent times as we start changing things. We may find that that wasn't the best, that, that wasn't the best call. We might find that that actually alleviated so much stress and so many things that were bothering us and so many things that we wanted to take care of to make it a better place. So be it. Walk it out. Try. Go for it. Don't cower down. Don't go, well, I don't know if anybody's going to accept it. Just go with it. If you need to change it later, you can change it later, but at least go with your initial, this is what I want. This is what I want to offer. And you've got to stop trying to people please. At first, it kind of works. Okay, let's just be honest. You want to get in. You want to show people your value. You you may offer your services at a lower price, whatever it is, because you end up getting what we call proof of concept. But once your proof of concept is there and people are like, okay, she's been doing this. She's been doing this for a while. Of course, I'm not in the business of taking more from people than what I need to, but I am in the business of running a correct operating system that is best for children and best for teachers. And right now I've decided to change what I had going a little bit, nothing too drastic, but it is, it is different. And so from that being said, I'm just walking it out. I'm hoping that it will work. If it doesn't, then I'll go back and I'll I'll change it. Guys, when you are in business, there are things that you don't know is if it's going to work or not. But this is where you have to walk by faith, not by sight. You've got to glean on the Holy Spirit. You've got to ask God to give you direction. And sometimes he's going to be giving you the choice and you've got to make it and he will correct your paths. He will make it smooth and straight, but you have to make a decision and you've got to go for it. A lot of times what we do is we just sit around and we perpetuate on all the possibilities and should I do this and should I do that and I don't know about this and what about this and what if I change this and what if people don't like it and what if I lose people? We're all at the cost of fear of what if this doesn't work? And here's the deal. We won't know if it works or not if we just keep sitting around wondering if it's going to work or not. We actually have to make a decision. That's probably the hardest part that I've had to encounter over the years is just making a decision, just going for it. I have perpetuated. I have tried to think about it. I've tried to back my way out of things. I've tried to just 
not make hard decisions because I didn't want it to affect me, affect my family, affect the people that I serve. And it was so difficult. But I truly believe that every bit of action that we take, if we ask God for his provision, for his guidance, he will make our path smooth and straight. We're going to make wrong decisions sometimes. It's okay. It, 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 we will autocorrect. Okay. God has got us. He will make sure that everything works out for us. We just need to be obedient and just walk, not just stand there in fear, just walk. So that's what I've been doing, getting my introductory packet all squared away. And the moment that I got it squared away, I had an influx that day of people inquiring about Lighthouse Learning. And I believe that that was from God. It was like, come on, Kenzie, get this done. Get it going. Push it out. It's like birth, though, because you've got this idea and you're incubating it and you're, you know, nurturing it. And now you've got to push it out and it's and it's hard. And once you do that, you've birthed this beautiful, lovely, eternal being. And so God then helps take care of the rest of it. And so I had an influx of calls, an influx of inquiries through email. And I was like, oh my God, I feel so good because I got my introductory packet. It's finished. I uploaded it. I have my emails that I send out to people. So whenever people inquire, I have refined that over the year, the, the past couple of years. So when people email me, I have a specific template that I use to email them back. And then I attach my introductory packet. It's very thought out. It's a very big process. I use this when I coach all of my clients through the marketing process. And so if you've yet to have a call with me, at least to get clarity coaching, I highly recommend that you do that. I've got four spots available for the month of March, and I only take a certain amount of students. Um, I used to start out at five. Now I do seven, but I have four spots left for the month of March. And I also do a program where I coach people through multiple, multiple steps. So if you just want to start out with clarity coaching, you can head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching. You can choose a clarity coaching package. And then typically that's where I start with everybody. And then they choose a package that helps them. Either they want four or five coaching sessions or they want eight to 10 coaching sessions. And then I coach them through building their business. And so that has been something that I've been focusing on as well is really making sure that my marketing is squared away for that whenever people reach out to me, I know exactly what I have to say to them. I know exactly how to give my introductory packet, what my email says, and then I put them into a follow-up system. But it's hard to put people into a follow-up system if you don't have a system. It's hard to tell people what you have to offer if you don't have your offer written out and it looks nice and it looks professional and it's in a clear message. So that is the introductory packet. And that really helped clear up steps one and two. Step three of starting your business is to find a location. And now this is an interesting part because some of the steps, this is not a linear step. There are hills and valleys when it comes to building a business. I do not have our destination location yet. We are still in my house. I have 17 students. I have two teachers who come each day, plus a volunteer, plus some parent volunteers. And so my house is thumping. Anywhere on a given day, we could have 20 people in here and we share one bathroom. I have my bathroom. 
but that's in my bedroom and so I keep that space personal. However, we are have obviously are outgrowing it, but we've made the best out of a situation and I'm grateful for it. I've saved tons of money. I have um, learned that you can do really big things in small spaces, but we have not found our destination location yet. I have worked with my husband. We have a part of our business bundle. You can grab the business bundle. It has all your pieces. You get a discount whenever you grab the business bundle. In the month of March, we're giving 20% off the business bundle. This is going to be the last sell of the year for the business bundle. So if you've never grabbed the business bundle, now is your time to do it. It's 20% off and we are here for it right now. So grab your business bundle. You're going to get your introductory packet. You'll get your enrollment form. You get your destination location letter. You get your handbook and your contract. You get your welcome letter. You get your parent partnership letter. It's all the documents that you need. With this being said, my destination location letter, I switched it up because I used it to help try to buy a house last year. We put an offering on two houses. We did not get it prime time of the market. Now we know exactly where we want to live. We know that we, and and again, this came through clarity. We are looking for a bigger house with one acre land, which that's like so golden where we live. It's like finding a needle in a haystack. But we have went through, we have zoned out. We've literally went and looked for zoning for agriculture rather than residential Because if you have agriculture, you have a lot more possibilities when it comes to running a business and we want to have chickens and in a garden, possibly some, I don't know, goats or my husband wants a horse, but this is like way down the line here. We have written 50 letters and have delivered them to residents in this specific neighborhood. There's no HOA. It's zoned agriculture. We wrote letters to each of these people asking them if they ever decide to sell their house to please let us be the first to know about it we've also just shared why we really wanted their house and our plans for what we would do on that property and maintain it and just how much we appreciate them even taking the time to consider us to potentially be the next homeowners of that home that they've created such beautiful memories out of so we shared our destination location we rode our bikes we dropped it off to 50 people it was super fun But you're going to have to tune into next week's episode when I talk to you about setbacks and whenever dreams do not come true when you really want them to come true. There's more on that. I have worked with my husband on creating lists of churches and community centers to reach out to and call. So finding a location has been a priority over the past couple months and will continue to be in the month of March. But that does not mean that I'm not marketing still that I'm not telling parents what I'm doing, what I have to offer. My introductory packet is on point. My emails systems are on point. I'm working on my social media. I'm working on finding a location. And most importantly, and this is something that I really haven't talked about on the podcast, is building a business blueprint. This is such a big piece of planning. And I've really not done this on the podcast at all. I do this with my coaching clients. We go through and we start planning out your business, the projects, the finances, the hiring, the location, your cost, your curriculum, your one-year plan, your three-year plan, your five-year plan, your marketing plan. All of that goes into building your business blueprint. 
which is what I'm going to be fine tuning this month for myself and working on that with my coaching clients as well. Now your business blueprint, that is not a part of the business bundle. That is something totally separate that is very intricately detailed based on you as a teacher, as a parent who is building a business. So I work through and build the blueprint with you. That's what I'm doing in the month of March. I'm just looking at my last blueprint and really making sure that I have everything squared away financially, spiritually, in a business, in a marketing, in a mindset approach. And then, of course, in the month of March, I'm also working working on my marketing plan, which is compromised of having my website up to date, having my emails all planned out and ready to go, and also my social media. I have different things that I do each week on social media, but I'm just going to let you guys know. Social media is a beast. I definitely have used so much wonderful tools on social media, but I do not spend all of my time there. I spend my time putting my feet to the pavement, networking, reaching out to the people that I serve, reaching out to friends and family, reaching out to local businesses. That is where I spend majority of my time. Word of mouth marketing. Social media is actually third on the list. My word of mouth marketing is number one. Number two is my website and email marketing. That is extremely beneficial. That has been absolutely fundamental. I did not have that my first year. I got it my second year and it has been proven faithful time after time. When you build a website and you build an email list, that is yours to have forever. Social media, they can shut your account down anytime they want to. Meta Business can tell to, can tell Facebook to cut you off, to not show your post to certain amounts of people. It, you have to play the social media game. Now, I'm all about putting things on social media. It has, it has done very well for me, but it is not the cream of the crop. Number one is word of mouth marketing. I have to make phone calls, text messages, reach out to people. I have to put my feet on the pavement and I have to go and network with people in my community, in my neighborhood, at soccer games, at volleyball games, at neighbors down the street, at people that I know, friends of family, just contacting people. And I also network with local businesses. This is a part of the marketing strategy, but I also have an email list. That is super crucial. Social media has been really great. Also with word of mouth marketing, as you get in and you plug into groups on Facebook, that's really well planned out in a sense that you don't have to worry necessarily about the algorithm, but when you have your own page on social media and sharing it, there's just so many nooks and crannies that you have to be aware of. Just know that if you post something on Facebook, it does not mean that all 600 followers are seeing it. You can invite a thousand people to like your page, but Facebook does not always send out a thousand invites. You are at the mercy of what they want from you. And a lot of times people will pour thousands and thousands of dollars into Facebook ads and Facebook shuts their account and has no mercy on them for the fact that they paid thousands of dollars for ads and they just said, well, we're sorry, you didn't follow the rules or they'll, I've heard some real tragic stories. So yes, social media is important. Yes, it's a great starting point, but do not spend hours at a time 
working on social media stuff and not calling people, not texting people, not working on a website, not hiring someone to work on a website for you, not making sure that you are out working and networking with people in your area or in your business. That is absolutely critical. Word of mouth one, website and email two, three is social media. All right, everybody, I hope that this helped you. I hope that it gave you some really great ideas. Just pick one. You don't have to feel overwhelmed by all of it. Know that I am, this is going into my fourth year. So just think, I did about a tenth of it whenever I was first starting out. But things are different now. So you will have to really consider what you can do when it comes to the season that you're in and how you can put your best foot forward. Who do you need to help you? Do you need to hire someone to help coach you through things? I'm here for you. Do you need to hire someone to help you build your website? I can give you a recommendation. Do you need help with social media? Please let me know. Contact me. Always ask for help because I know that I have needed that over the past couple of years and you will as well. For now, make sure that you head on over to our website, www.teachersletyourlightshine.com. Look at our resources, shop our online shop, grab a coaching session, and also meet us in our Facebook group, the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Micro School Community. I look forward to seeing you there. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.